0: The big story from the Straits Times on Muddy FM
1: 89.3. Who, when, and where will tell you all the details about vaccinating younger kids as bookings for the COVID jab start tomorrow? Business as usual for the gym that was identified as Singapore's first suspected Omicron cluster. And Causes Week begins with a doctor who started a project helping others cope with grief after her personal story of loss. Welcome to The Big Story. I'm Olivia Quay. You can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. The first paediatric doses of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine are expected to arrive tomorrow. And this means Singapore can start vaccinating children 5 to 11 years old in, in December as planned.
0: As parents, we all want to keep our children safe and healthy. Our children come into regular contact with family and friends as part of their daily lives. While the risk of our children being infected can never be entirely prevented, vaccination will reduce their chances of being seriously ill if they are infected. Many parents have been concerned about the disruption to school activities as a result of the pandemic. As more of our children get vaccinated, we'll be able to resume more activities, sports and games, which are critical to their holistic development and well-being.
1: More details about this vaccination exercise that will cover over 300,000 children who are Singapore citizens, permanent residents and long-term pass holders. And it will begin with primary four to six pupils attending MOE schools next year. Well, these older kids can get vaccinated from next Monday, December the 27th, and close to 120,000 SMS invitations will be sent from tomorrow to their parents to book appointments. Then from next Monday, parents of all other children born between 2009 and 2012 not in MOE schools can register their interest. P1 to P3 pupils will be next. From the week of January the 3rd, their parents will receive booking invites and this will be followed by all children aged five and above from the week of January the 10th. Well, this exercise will be done across 15 pediatric centers, mainly located with existing vaccination centers for adults and older children, but with separate queues for younger children to ensure correct administration of the vaccine. These spaces will also be manned by medical personnel trained in pediatric care, as well as staff trained in administering vaccination to children. Seven centers will start operations from Monday, followed by seven more from January the 3rd and the last will open from January the 11th. The full list of these centres will be uploaded at vaccine.gov.sg. I'm happy to have education correspondent Amelia Teng back on the show. Help us make sense, Amelia, of how these children are divided into batches with all the ones being able to get vaccinated from next Monday.
0: Yeah, so like you said, the kids will be able to get their vaccination appointments by broad-age bands starting the P4s to P6s um, next year. And then this will be followed by the younger ones, P1 to p 3 next year as well, followed by the all children age 5 and above. One thing to note is that you have to be at least 5 years old on the day of the vaccination uh, to be eligible. And uh, I think something else to note is also that, you know, the children from the 2009 batch are included in this exercise. And some people have been asking why, you know, as because these kids will be turning 13 next year. Uh, the reason is that there's a small group of children who have not crossed their birthdays this year. So they are born on the 28th or 29th December for example and they are still eligible for the, um, the vaccine for the younger kids because they are still 11 at that point. So if you have, para- uh, if you have a kid in this age group you actually have to op- have the option of going for the younger vaccine uh, for them at that age but if you cross the 12 year old border then you can just walk into any vaccination
1: centre to get an adult dose. I know Amelia we have talked about concerns that parents may have about getting their younger kids vaccinated so now that we have more details about this vaccination drive what are the parents saying
0: yeah i'm sure that there'll be parents who want uh, to get their kids vaccinated but i've also spoken to quite a few of them who are choosing to wait it out and perhaps see if there are any reports of side effects or adverse reactions in the coming weeks and some parents are hoping that actually they will have more options, like the non-mRNA vaccines to choose from. Some feel a little bit forced into it because there's only one vaccine available now. And even among parents who are not really against the COVID vaccine, there are still concerns about the safety and the side effects, given that you know this is a new vaccine and it's kind of, it's different from the. Traditional uh, childhood vaccines that our kids take because those have um lots of years of data already. And one parent I spoke to said that you know he was wondering whether we are rushing into it so a bit too soon for the younger kids, given given that they are not actually a high risk group and they could have to live with you know long term side effects if there are any. Um, I think some parents are also wondering if the children would still be suitable for vaccination if they, are, if they have other allergies or medical conditions like asthma. Um, the answer from MOH is that you know if you have a general condition like childhood asthma, you should take the vaccine because um, you need the extra protection. Um, but if you have a severe allergic reaction to components of the vaccine or on the first dose of the vaccine, you shouldn't continue. And if you have any doubt, parents should consult a doctor about whether the kids should take the vaccine.
1: Well, Amelia, you touched a little bit on, you know, the concerns surrounding side effects. So with these paediatric vaccinations happening when the school year starts and factoring in that, you know, some kids may need some time to recover from the jabs as ad- as, as uh, adults had to, should schools and parents then, you know, come up with an arrangement to avoid a scenario where classrooms are half empty because, you know, students are on MC at the same time?
0: I think actually the side effects from the vaccinations uh, should not be too adverse for most of the children. But if it's necessary, necessary for the kids to have some recovery period, uh, MOE has said that uh, parents just need to inform schools that the, the child has taken a vaccine recently and if you inform the schools then the teachers can also help to keep a lookout for your child and uh, perhaps out any physically uh, strenuous activities for a while as well. Um, and students who are getting vaccinated during the school hours and those who feel unwell from the side effects uh, will also be given time off and you'll be deemed to be on medical leave. So I don't think there's any, there should be any rush to also go and book weekends slots for the appointment, it'd be nicely spread out.
1: Well, Amelia, the Education Ministry says that while this vaccination drive, uh, you know, it would mean, quote, greater scope for us to calibrate some of these safe management measures to allow a wider range of school activities. What are some ways that school life for these younger kids can return to a pre-pandemic normal? Um, Our children have,
0: you know, had constant disruptions to their lives since COVID hit us last year. Uh, from not, you know, being able to have normal PE lessons, recesses, learning excursions, outdoor activities, you know, then they've not been able to really run around and play freely in schools. I'm not sure exactly when school life will return to the pre-COVID normal that we know without the safe management measures. And that would very much depend on Singapore's uh, approach as a nation. But, um, Emily has said that, you know, it hopes to allow students to have larger group activities and CCAs for instance, like team sports in the near future. And vaccinating students would be one big step towards that. So, for example, schools are taking part in the pilot to allow up to 10 fully vaccinated individuals to take part in team sports. And this would apply to students as well. And I mean, personally, I hope that as we look to ease measures for the general population, uh, as our vaccination rates and booster shots go up, We will also do the same for our children so that they could, you know, have some good memories
1: of uh, their childhood and their school life. For sure. Well, thanks very much, Amelia. Education correspondent there, Amelia Ting.